Have you ever wondered what it's like to witness a murder? Forrest grabbed the knife and then just stabbed Johnny in one motion. Or how it feels to be shot. I was immediately hit by a barrage of bullets. Or how you would react if your spouse hired someone to kill you. And he was to put me in a grave with a bullet wound on my head. These are the stories you'll hear on the podcast called What Was That Like? True stories told by the actual person who went through it. You'll hear from a stalking victim. Came back upstairs and when I came back and turned the corner into my room, I saw him standing there. You'll hear from a man who was kidnapped and tortured. I would do anything, say anything, to simply get away. And you'll hear actual 911 calls. Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Real people in unreal situations. Search for What Was That Like on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey, listeners. We had some technical issues this week, so we won't be releasing a new episode. But we have this old episode that we posted for our patrons, and we will be releasing it for everybody this week as a treat. And then next week, we'll be back to a new episode, hopefully, as long as we don't have any more technical issues. Thanks. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Fruit Loop special Q&A episode. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> and we are Wendy and Beth. She's Wendy. I'm Beth. We're not journalists, psychologists, investigators, or anything like that. <laughs> We're just a couple of gals interested in true crime. The opinions expressed in our podcast are just that, our opinions. Please send any questions or comments to fruitloopspod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 602 602- Nine three five six two nine four. Yes, please do. That's right. As Beth said, we're unqualified. Um, but what are we going to be talking about today, Beth? Well, <laughs> this is our special Q and A episode where we answer questions from <laughs> our fabulous Fruit Loops Pod Squad. Questions about us, cases they want to know more about, even questions about race. That's right. So um, let's. I guess just hop on mm-hmm. in um so we're gonna read all of the questions and then we're gonna we're gonna answer them because some of them were a little uh we got multiple of the same questions so so karen on facebook asked how did you meet 
when did you find out you were interested in this topic and then decide to do a podcast? And Mildred in our Facebook group asked, without saying where you guys work, what do you do? P.S. You guys make difficult topics easier to listen to. And P.P.S. Wendy, you are still my second woman voice crush. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I feel all the heart emojis. (laughs) Tambo McCambo on Instagram asked, origin story. How did y'all meet? How did you get into true crime? I get the impression you both work at the same place or did at some point. Do you have a boss? You both hate it? <laughs> did you draw each other in, in an office secret Santa? The only fun thing about working in an office, in my humble opinion, I don't want to, to blow up your personal lives or anything, but I'd love to know some stuff about you as a duo because I think y'all are super oh, great. Thank nice. you. <laughs> And Sarah on Twitter asked, hi, Beth and Wendy, I wanted to ask how you two met. How did you recognize your connection over true crime? And how did you decide to start a podcast together? Thank you. I love you guys. And we love you too. We sure do, boo. Uh, My girl C, Donna Lipier. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. On Instagram said, hi, I have a few. What would be a good theme song for your lives? Oh, what would your superpowers be? What are your biggest pet peeves? And what countries would you like to visit? Oh, great questions. Mm -hmm. Thank you, my girl, CD. Sue, one of our lovely, glorious, fabulous patrons, asked in an email to us, (laughs) I would like to know what sparked your interest in true crime. Oh, yes. We'll get into it. Carolyn on Facebook asked, how long did you talk about maybe making a podcast before you actually did it? How did you figure out all the things you need to do? Had either of you done anything like this before? What were some difficulties that you had to overcome to get it going? In a zombie apocalypse, I think about this often, so thank you for asking, (laughs) Carolyn. Which one of you do you think would be more likely to survive? So uh, the first question, the one that everybody seemed to want to know is, how did you meet? Well, uh, (laughs) um, I, we work in an office together Mm -hmm. and uh, I guess I remember the first time I met you because you like trained me on phone stuff and um, I might've been really hung over that day. (laughs) I Uh, did not notice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Awesome. And um, so that's how we met. We met yes. at work. <laughs> we met at work. And but it took, Anything it took us a while to to get to know each other because we both kind of keep to ourselves, I think. Oh, Beth is the Beth is privately McPrivatesons. <laughs> she is the most <laughs> private person I think I've ever met in my Seriously? whole life. Really? It took years to crack that nut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not realize I was so private. I, I, I did not find out you had a daughter until like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I, I just don't. I don't. I'm an introvert. I can <sighs> act extroverted if necessary. I need, you know, mm-hmm. and I need to for my job. I'm actually in customer service. So I have to talk to people all day mm-hmm. long and I have to help people in the office and outside of the office. And I actually mm-hmm. don't mind doing that, but then I want to be alone. You're very good at it, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
get the fuck out of my view. Like, oh, <laughs> I also have to point out that Beth has a sign at her desk that says I'm on break, but you have it up all the time. I do not. So That's like, not true. <laughs> is she on break? <laughs> well, maybe you don't anymore, but you did for a while. <laughs> I'm on break. <laughs> Le- well, you know okay, what? If I like- if I could, I would put up a door. Did you ever watch? <laughs> did you ever watch WKRP in Cincinnati? No. No, is that like news radio? Uh, it was a show about. It was a comedy, a sitcom about a, a radio station, mm-hmm. and there there was one of the characters. Uh, it was a nerdy guy named Les Nessman, and he had tape mm-hmm. around his desk, and he would pretend it was <laughs> like his office, and they had to like pretend to knock on the door. <laughs> I kind of feel oh, like what? doing that, like. <laughs> Oh, putting up a fake door sometimes I too. and just saying leave me the fuck but alone the, prob- <laughs> the problem is that you are too good at what you do and everybody else is like dumb fucks and we like no things shut down when you're not there <laughs> seriously <laughs> so, and i really do enjoy helping people i'm so good at yeah. your job I do enjoy helping people. I just, you know, when I'm not helping people, I want to be alone. <laughs> uh, it's 4.30. Ask me tomorrow. Yes, so, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, so I guess that leads us into our next question. How long have you two been friends? And again, we've been working together for like five years. But I don't think uh-huh. we started to become friends. Maybe two two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. And then that's because that was election time. And you were like, I love podcasts. And I was like, huh? Me too. <laughs> so we started like Oh, yeah. We were talking about political ideas. podcasts. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about political podcasts. And then I, I had to like stop with the political podcast because my mental health was being adversely affected. And um. Uh, I I don't know how I ended up listening to true crime, but it just started popping into my feed. And then I started asking you about it. And then you were like, yeah, I've been studying true crime for like 30 years. And I was like, (laughs) what? Ah! And then I was like, have you heard of this one? Have you heard of this one? Have you heard of this one? Have you? And you were like, yeah, I already know about all those. And I was like, <gasps> and then, and then, and then I was like, I, I, I felt like you were on a mission to find one I never heard of. Yeah, I was, I was. And then I was like, and then I was like, but wait a minute. There are no black serial killers in America. And you were like, yeah, there mm-hmm. were. And then I was like, why haven't I heard about any of them? <laughs> and you were like, I don't know. And then you like, you looked for podcasts about them. And I was like, I have this secret like fantasy to start a radio show or a podcast someday. And you're like, let's do it. And I was like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> and you were totally serious. And uh, we didn't know, <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. But uh, no, anyway, so that's, know anything. <laughs> that's when we really became friends is like over podcasts is that's yep. what I would say. Yeah. Would, would you say that? Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Cause we okay. would swap podcasts and talk about podcasts. And I was trying to yeah. remember when we first started talking about podcasts or true crime podcasts and I don't know, because it's always like my dirty little secret that I like I know, true crime. because it really weirds people out when you're like, yeah. I love serial killers. 
uh, I love ripping, torture, and blood and guts. People are crazy. Uh, they, they, yeah, they get a little put off by it unless they like it too. So it's not something that I like tell people right away. Advertise, right? So it, yeah, it must have been. Yeah, it must have been just something you you must you probably said something, and I was like, I just, I like true crime too. Yeah, and you were like, I read books and like have been into this stuff for, and I was like, what? What? Like I just found out about this stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so we wouldn't be here if it weren't for Beth. So. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I have anything to add about that question. No, I don't think so fun. either. Yeah. Um, okay, fun. so let's get into the, <laughs> the next one. So, um, what do you do for work? Um, did you draw each other in Office Secret Santa? <laughs> um, no, we never did. But why don't you answer it first? <laughs> what do you? What do we do for uh, work? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in customer service, so that's my job. We're we're sort of law adjacent but we don't work for a law firm yeah i do what white people tell me to do <laughs> that's <Yeah>. it <laughs> <laughs> and then they um, pay me <laughs> yeah 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 i just help people uh, i like helping people and all, all kind i'm kind of a jack of all trades yeah i, I'll say. I help people with their computers mm-hmm. i help people i don't know with uh, ev- they just come over and say, "Hey, can you help me with this?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> the day the day there's no Beth in the office, literally, we would all go out of business. <laughs> she's, she's, she's crucial to the day to day work. It's like you were gone for two weeks, and I was like falling asleep at my desk because Beth's special brew wasn't. Oh available. yeah, I make the coffee. <laughs> yeah, the I do coffee. that too because I'm. <laughs> I'm really particular about my coffee. I like strong coffee and nobody else makes it that way. So, so I have to make it. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we, Beth helps people and I do what the white guys with offices tell me to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but actually, um, Wendy is in a higher position than I am. Which doesn't make any damn sense because Beth has, you, do you know how many degrees Beth has? <laughs> uh, I only have two. Okay, but only still, two. I only have one. And <laughs> I'm like longing for my mom to be proud of me. Do you know how proud she'd be if I had two? <laughs> anyway, um. well, I am underemployed. I realize that, but yeah, it's, it's kind I'll of say. it's kind of by choice mm-hmm. because I went to school for art, mm. and I I would rather be doing art. Yeah. But it's yeah. hard to get people to pay you for that. <laughs> Beth is a really incredible, talented art- artist. In fact, I've been do- I've been meaning to post. You gave me the best secret. Not you weren't my secret Santa, but you gave me the most specialist <laughs> gift I've ever got in my whole life. I almost like teared up when I opened it. Like, who is this Aww. from? It's like a mystery. Like, who did this? So I like put it on people's. <laughs> I figured- you would know immediately. I didn't. I suspected, but you were gone. So I was like, "Are you?" I, no, I'm known. So I was like putting it on people's desk. Like, are you responsible for this? Like, a, like, a, like a interrogation room. Is this you? Like, mashing it on. The, Did you do this? Looking them in the eyes, really spitting in their face. Did you do this? Where were you? You know. And everybody was like, "No, dude, it wasn't me." Like, calm I down. But I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but actually, a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's probably it's probably Beth." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I'll leave you alone." As you were. 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I guess that answers the secret Santa, what do you do for work question? <laughs> well, um, we, we, we never did draw each other for secret Santa, but I think that's because I don't participate in secret Santa. Oh yeah. You don't like it. <laughs> Cause most, mm-hmm. you said most people just give gift cards. Not yeah, me. And, and it's not, I'm not trying to be petty or anything, but, mm-hmm. um, when I, what I did do secret Santa for years mm-hmm. and I, I would always, you know, uh, try to think of something, you know, ask their friends or people they work with, uh, what yeah. do they like and put yeah. a lot of thought and energy into it. And then yeah. I would get a gift card <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it happened, <laughs> it happened more than once. And it, it just, you know, the whole thing about secret Santa that's fun is that somebody is thinking about you and yeah. when yeah they don't think about you they just get you a gift card it's like oh okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it sounds petty but it, it just it made it not fun so. yeah it wasn't any yeah. fun so and then there's the whole having to talk to them afterwards <laughs> oh <laughs> Because as I said, I'm an introvert, and and as you said, I'm I'm very private, so I I don't enjoy that part either. Like when you when you have to talk yeah. to each other and say thank you or you know you're welcome or I know that sounds weird. that sounds weird, but no yeah, no no I don't no. enjoy it. It uh it would definitely be less because uh we're really lucky our company serves the alcohol at our Christmas party. Oh yeah, so. By the, by the end, everybody's kind of like lit up like mini Christmas trees. Everybody's like friendlier than normal. Yeah. yeah, woo, Christmas! Um, I enjoy the Secret Santa, but I'm, I am I haven't worked there as long as you have. And um, I did get a gift card this year, but <gasps> but I also got gloves. But was it cold, a gift so that card? Was, was it a gift card to a place or was it, it like was a visa? It was to a, make, a makeup place. Okay, so that's place. all and right. I, and I love makeup. So that's pretty thoughtful. That's yeah. all right. If it yeah. like a visa gift card is what I'm talking about, where they didn't even yeah. give it any thought whatsoever. Uh, you can shove this visa gift card up your, <laughs> <laughs> up your ass. Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> so, whoops. Uh, <laughs> so I um I enjoy the Secret Santa at this at this stage in my career, and it's still I fun enjoy, for you. Yeah, yeah, being as ridiculous as possible like my first year I couldn't find anything out about this individual because he was so new at the company and so I did get him a visa gift card but I wrapped it in a giant box like the kind that like a tv would come in Uh and I wrapped it in like uh Justin Bieber wrapping paper and he was so pissed that it was so sad and everybody at his table like was laughing their asses off and felt so bad for him and I was so happy just watching this whole unfold it was the greatest experience ever and then this year this year I got like a prank box and it was a box that was for a cough cough a shower coffee maker so you take a shower and with the, with the water that comes down through the shower that you also clean yourself with a cup of coffee will brew in the shower with you. not a real product it's a total joke uh and, but this individual i i didn't know very much about him other than he's retiring but i and i wanted him to be like disgusted and furious at receiving this gift i get joy from that i'm sorry anyway and he was 
like just he was like this is so lame and stupid why and like he, uh, you could just see it on his face and then everybody was like at his table like oh uh that's interesting that's, uh, <laughs> nice. um well um merry christmas <laughs> so i went over to him and i was like open the fucking box bro and like all this retirement stuff was inside and he was like oh like his his surprise was like priceless so i'm gonna that's my angle with secret santa i'm gonna keep it up yeah, that's, until that's somebody, fun. somebody gets so outraged they punch me and punch me in the face um but until then <laughs> be prepared to be exposed to my ridiculousness uh, so yeah merry that's christmas. that's fun <laughs> merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> so um should we answer another one so uh how did you two get into true crime tell me your story beth first I'm dying. well i was probably around 18 and i read helter mm -hmm. skelter that was my my true my first true crime book and i was fascinated oh, you true crime cherry <laughs> yes yes right, and i was fascinated it. and i actually i was in college mm -hmm. staying at my parents house for the summer and mm -hmm. i was staying in this room they had just moved to a new house and the room had a closet, but there was like a bookshelf built in front of the closet and it had oh. a door, a secret door. So if somebody broke mm -hmm. into the house, you could mm -hmm. go into the closet that was hidden behind. I'm sorry. The <laughs> you had a safe room in your house? Sort, sort of. I mean, it was just a closet. <laughs> <laughs> holy but, but white people are crazy <laughs> it was built this way like when my parents oh, okay. bought it yeah they didn't do wow. it yeah so okay. <laughs> but I, I thought that was like super creepy <laughs> oh my god so I'm reading Helter Skelter and I have this like secret room in the closet <laughs> oh my god and the whole time I was reading the book, there's this part in the story about how the the Manson family followers, they would um, go to people's houses and they would break in and mm -hmm. they would just do things like move the furniture around and then leave. And they called these creepy crawlies. And I was certain the Manson family was going to come creepy crawling out of my closet <laughs> oh my god oh no sleep tight so so of course after i read that i couldn't get enough i had to read more <laughs> oh man do you have a favorite true crime a favorite true crime hmm not really um i have a, yeah. a favorite true crime book Oh, what is it? Helter Skelter was written by Vince Bugliosi. Mm -hmm. He was the prosecutor in the case. And he also wrote oh, a no. book called And the Sea Will Tell. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's one of my favorite true crime books. I just really, I like the way he writes and mm -hmm. he tells a good story. And it was kind of a mystery because it was a story about a couple who went to an island and there was mm -hmm. another couple on the island and that couple disappeared. And the, the first couple were accused of killing them. And so it was a mystery, sort of. Um, mm -hmm. And I really, I like mysteries too. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So that's where it all started. <clears throat> so how about you? Um, okay. So I've always loved blood and guts and I 
I always, I always love stories of like people getting killed and murder and the details and stuff like that. Dateline has, um, but now Dateline's like not enough. Like I need a, I need a, I need a stronger drug. Um, but I've, yeah. I've always been, into, you know, Dateline. Uh, and then 48 hours and all that stuff. Oh yeah. 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 yeah all of, all of that stuff. And like, I've always enjoyed true crime documentaries, but I, I never consumed it as much as I did after the 2016 election. Like I was listening to so many political podcasts leading up to the election and I was pissed because they all deceived me <laughs> because the outcome that they were all predicting didn't happen. I know. Um, and so I was like, it's crazy. Yeah. So I was like, I'm done with you fuckos. So I, I, I needed a new I needed a new genre and true crime just sort of filled that space, filled that void of content that I had been consuming previously that I had to put down. And I just haven't been able to stop ever since. So <laughs> I listened to true crime all the time. And again, these were cases I had never heard of. And the podcasts that I was listening to were giving such vivid descriptions of the torture. And some of them were playing, you know, like 911 calls. And I was oh. just like, oh, my God, this mm. is the best. <laughs> so, um <laughs> That's how I got into it. And then, um, yeah, and then I just haven't been able to stop. So, so sue me. (laughs) Here we are. Um, (laughs) So uh, when did you find out you were interested in this topic? We answered that part. And then decide to do a topic or or, uh, do a podcast. So So we decided, I'm, I'm not sure exactly when we found out that we were both interested in this topic, but I think it was probably in 2017 sometime. It was, it was the beginning. It was like after the inauguration. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So was it around the women's March? Cause that's, no, cause the women's March was in March, wasn't it? Oh no, it was January. No, it was in January. Yeah. It was right after the inauguration. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. You are right. And we chit chatted more. Yep. about podcasts Stuff. so it was in 2017 some at some point and then mm-hmm. I remember we started talking about doing a podcast it was right before Christmas in 2017 and we started doing research on how to do a yeah. podcast yeah well first we 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 really honed in on a topic like right away um yeah. and that was that was based almost on immediately our yeah yeah like wait a minute, there are serial killers of color? And you were like, yeah. And then I was like, how come there are no podcasts about them? And then you were like, I don't know. And we looked and we couldn't find, we couldn't find any. And we also found that article on Psychology Today talking about why people of color are not featured on a lot of true crime uh, stories. That's right. Because the news yeah. is racist, allegedly. Because the news is so, racist. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, we we had lunch and we chatted about it. Um, we did tons of research. We we got an we got enough like of a knowledge base to get started. And I mean, listening back on those, like I can't listen to our teaser episode. <laughs> I can't listen to any of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I sh- I should probably go back and listen, but I haven't been able to make myself do it. Really? You should, mm-hmm. Beth. Our show is really good. We're really <laughs> like I'm, I'm serious. Sometimes there's some sometimes I will get like like I will have listened to everything already. All my pod my podcast feed is empty because I've listened to everything. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go back and listen to Fruit Loops. We're fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listen I to do. our show all the time. There's nothing else. Seriously, <laughs> I do listen to to our episodes after after they air, um, or before they air. Uh, of course, I do all the editing. So after it's done, I I make you listen to it, and you always listen to it a few times, and then mm-hmm. I'll listen to it uh, once or twice, and and uh, yeah, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 fun and i mean we're not like comedians or anything but sometimes we are pretty funny <laughs> yeah so, I mean, we try so yeah we um, should we should add that to our description we're not journalists psychologists or, or whatever comedians. else we say <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we really are just too nobody. <laughs> so i i remember the timeline going february we met sat down discussed wrote notes researched and june we launched so it yeah. was those four months it took us like that long figuring it out yeah yeah yep. yeah and and we're really we're still learning as as we're going so yeah th- we don't know everything that's for sure <laughs> oh hell no oh hell no we do not but um <laughs> But the good thing is, is that I think podcast is a really, really strong medium. I'm really glad to be in it now. And, you know, I just, this is a really fun journey. And I'm so I glad feel like, you. Yeah, I feel like podcasts are the new GeoCities. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's a GeoCity? Oh my gosh. Like the Sims? <laughs> no, it was like the early websites that people had for themselves. <laughs> Oh, really? you know that okay. when people started blogging and they had their own websites, and it was—I yeah. uh, think it was a Yahoo-hosted thing. But yeah, it was like okay. early, early uh, websites. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it was—it it was a joke, but it was totally uh, unappreciated. <laughs> because sorry, I didn't know what it because because I'm too old. <laughs> No, don't say that. <laughs> now, do you remember you remember MySpace? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Who didn't have a MySpace? What's up, Tom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all that like you could put music when people went to your page. <laughs> oh yeah. And sparkle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I should log into my old space oh my gosh <laughs> does it even exist anymore i don't know i'll tell you one thing i have gone back at my my facebook page my personal facebook page which i started in 2005 i was still mm-hmm. in college and i wrote some of the stupidest shit and people yeah. would be like hey we missed you at the party this weekend would you can't wait to party with you next time and i was like oh i got so drunk like you know like how why would i post that stuff on the internet what's wrong with me i know <laughs> so, i know i know what you mean i've, I've been there done that yep <laughs> yeah well when we know better we do better Amen. yep yep so, uh, <laughs> and we're learning every day <laughs> we are learning every day to be our best sexy motherfucking selves
So uh, Vivian on Facebook asked, what does your family think about your fascination with serial killers and your podcast? How much time do you spend putting the podcast together? And Lauren on Facebook asked, how do you two know each other? Also, do friends and family think you're weird because you're fascinated <laughs> with serial killers? <laughs> L. Alexander in our Facebook discussion group asked, is there any profile that makes them so hard to catch? Any commonalities among them? Good question. Mm, Denisa yes. in our Facebook group asked, in the last episode you mentioned, learning a lot while working on the podcast. What are some notable facts or insights you've come across as you cover each case? Also, in general, about podcasting. Mm. Rondika from our Facebook group asked, how did you come up with the name uh, of the podcast? How long have you two been friends? And what sparked your interest in true crime? All right. Okay, so I'll let you, you, you take this first one. So the first one is, what does your family think about your fascination with serial killers and your podcast? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> okay, so um, my family, they don't think it's that weird because I've always been fascinated. <laughs> so it's it's pretty normal for me. I mean, I used to watch a lot of true crime on TV when that's all there was. And mm -hmm. I watched, you know, back in the day, I watched Unsolved Mysteries and, mm -hmm. you know, Dateline, 48 Hours, all of those kinds of shows so I think they're mm -hmm. pretty used to it in fact my daughter and I back when I had cable I I don't have cable anymore but I, I used to watch <laughs> invest <laughs> oh no <laughs> I used to, <laughs> I used to watch uh or my daughter and I she, as an adult um we would watch investigation ID the all the murder shows on on there and we would mm -hmm. we would just say um we're going to go watch some murder. <laughs> murder time. <laughs> yeah, murder time. So, yeah, she and I both both enjoy watching those shows. And my sister likes watching those shows. My son, I don't know. He might think it's a little weird. He doesn't really get into it. So maybe he mm -hmm. thinks it's weird, but he's never said, Mom, you're you're really weird. He's, he just kind of... <laughs> puts up with he it just I rolls guess. with it yeah <laughs> yeah he rolls with it <laughs> well how about you um my family is same is because I've always been into this kind of weird genre of blood and guts and terrible things happening to other people um so my family <laughs> my family understands that's just Wendy <laughs> so um we're just gonna go with it but they're they're not into it with me if that makes sense. So if, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, if I want to watch, well, I, I take that back. My, my kids aren't that into it. My husband will watch, uh, he, he likes Dateline. He'll watch that with me. We love the first 48. He'll watch that with me. But, uh, as far as like listening to podcasts about true crime, I'm the only one on that ship. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm on I'm on my own on on that front. But on that one, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so it is. It kind of just is what it is. It, it, it's my yeah. my thing. My my husband likes basketball. I like true crime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We all we all uh, have our our particular interests. So you know. we do. <laughs> so uh, how much time do you guys spend on the podcast and 
Beth, I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> okay, so we record the podcast. We usually record for about an hour and a half. Um, and then for every every 15 minutes, it takes about an hour to edit. So mm-hmm. that hour and a half takes about six hours to edit. Mm-hmm. And then we also have research. to write this research and mm-hmm. write the scripts, which I probably spend at least 10 hours a week doing that. So that's like 16 hours a week uh, working on the podcast. It's yeah, a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's a lot of work. And so... Uh... <laughs> and that's probably at, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a lot, but it is a labor of love, I will say. Mm-hmm. Even though, So we do, you know, like tonight, my, my kids were like, mommy, I want to go to Blurry. And I was like, but I have work to do. <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah. It, it is work. It is a labor of love. We believe, uh, I, I believe that um, Fruit Loops is really special. And I, I do believe that um, someday uh, it will uh, take off. And I, and I, and so, um, and even if it doesn't, it, it, it is, it's really fun. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but mm-hmm. like any, any other, um, creative thing Mm -hmm. for me anyway it's it's also a lot of fun I mean sometimes Mm -hmm. it's drudgery but other times I mean I mean the fun really um uh takes over yeah the I mean the 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 reward is getting together with my girl Beth and and chit-chatting about true crime and um everything all chatting about all the things it's also like learning out yeah learning about these really fascinating topics and then um also like that our fan base continues to grow it it feels really good so the love that you guys are all giving us is just and it's it's, super fun to interact with everybody on on facebook and twitter and all that it's super fun yeah yeah super fun thank you pre parara Um, what are some notable facts or insights you've come across as you cover each case also in general about podcasts? Um, so something that I've noticed again and again and again, um, we've talked about the childhoods of these uh, serial killers. Um, right. Most of the time they have shitty childhoods. They're Mm -hmm. abused physically, emotionally, and, um, it, it, it seems to be like that's how you create a serial killer is you know treat a child, child like shit and um, mm-hmm. I mean not of course there's lots of people out there who have been abused and it would never hurt anybody but um, it doesn't help <laughs> it doesn't help yeah no it's and not, it, and it, it's it not really good is. it's not good no it's a, and it, it really is a common theme I mean um, we say this over and over again, hurt people hurt other people. And mm-hmm. um, I've noticed that abuse seems to be a theme, abuse or even the perception of abuse where mm-hmm. these people feel like somebody has done them wrong and that perpetuates them doing additional wrong on other people. Um, right. So 
so I, I, I noticed that to be a, a common thread throughout all of these cases. Also, as far as podcasting is concerned, podcasts are so much fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so educational. And it's such an intimate, special medium. And uh, and, and again, I, did I say fun already? <laughs> um, but <laughs> the podcasting space is a very white male space. Nothing mm-hmm. against white men. I, they're great. I, I But they do I tend married, to um, they, monopolize everything. Mon- oh, yes. Monopolize, <laughs> oversaturate. Everything. And yeah. Everything. And so um, what I love about what we're doing is that we get to be a part of this, but um, we get to sort of change the landscape. And someday I look forward to, you know, like an, another baby podcaster someday being coming to us and saying, can you help us with our show? We have we have a voice. We have something new that we want to bring to this space. We are not straight white dudes, uh, and we have something cool to say. Can you help us? And and I want to be in the position of being like, yeah, come on, come on over, sis. Yeah. Let's. We, uh, and, so that's sort of how I see this playing out. Someday is that we might yeah. be um, uh, advocates for other people with voices and new unique stories give, give them a step up yeah give them a step up We're, we, we want to pull we want to be able to pull people up from the bottom um so yeah that's, that's I, sort of I, I yeah and I, I have always believed that helping you know our our society is so competitive but I uh-huh. think that it would be so much better if we just helped each other. Yeah. So you give somebody a step up and they uh, are more successful than you. So what? You know, successful yeah. people. It's great. Uh-huh. It's, 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 <laughs> people are it's so great. afraid. To, yeah. They're so competitive and they're so afraid mm-hmm. to give somebody else uh, anything because they don't want them to be more successful. And I would love to, to help somebody and if they're more successful then fine whatever That's you know it's totally it's okay. all to the good yeah wouldn't that make you good. feel good to be a, a part it of would that make though? me feel you great know? yeah yeah and i yeah. i think that that is what is you know i i went i went to that diversity retreat and i was the only person <laughs> um from my entire company who was interested in going and 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 went and um one of the things that they said during the seminar was that um, the, the law profession in particular was a very homogenous um, field. And the problem is that the straight white dudes at the top don't see like the POC women or the uh, POC LGBTQ people resemble like they don't they don't recognize they don't look like the them great, they, they don't yeah. they don't look like them so they don't recognize the greatness that is within them and so they're not likely to reach down and pull those people up so the so either we need to tell white dudes to do that more or put more poc lgbtq minority people female people in the boardroom so that they can reach down and re- sort of remove the bottleneck process and i think podcasting is the exact same way there are some really yeah. dope ass podcasts out there by by pocs lgbtq we've shouted numerous of them out on our show throughout these last nine months that we've been we've been out out here in these streets um and so we just want to continue to be able to do that and uh support anybody who's coming up and has something cool to say so um 
So uh, let's see. How did how did you come up with yeah. the name of the podcast? Um, and that so- that was all Wendy. <laughs> hey, it was it was the first thing that came to my mind. I spoke it, and um, it, now now it's in existence. Uh, yeah, and, and, and it, Beth, we Beth really had no didn't, objection when I brought it up. No, nope. <laughs> we didn't really. I mean, we came up with a few different names, and we we're like, eh, and then she brought that name up, and I was like, yep, that's it. And it really didn't take long at all. I was like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> it's a play on words, Fruit Loops being a cereal, and it's colorful. And our podcast is about uh, serial killers of color. So it just, it was fun. Just yeah. made sense. It just made <laughs> yeah, sense. sense. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> how long did you guys talk about making a podcast before we actually did it? Um, I was going to say a few months. I mean, we we talked about it. Bef- Did you know one out of six couples struggle with infertility, including old Whitey and me? Seriously, that is a staggering statistic yeah. that most people don't know or aren't ready to talk about. We need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our futures. Good data and information about our bodies is crucial when it comes to our body autonomies, especially in the year of our Lord 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com fruit, you can get $20 off your test. Also, and this is really cool, mm. if you have an HSA or an FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, if you want kids today, or in the future, never or are undecided. It's important to have clinically sound information about your body, which can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com fruit. That means your test will cost $179 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com fruit. That's modernfertility.com fruit. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How we care for our minds affects how we experience life, so it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps, but there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we are huge advocates for mental health here at Fruit oh, yeah. HQ. Oh, yes. And we have both used therapy throughout our lives, including BetterHelp, and especially in these past several years to help us deal with challenging times, mm-hmm. challenging thoughts, feelings and experiences. Amen. Yes. And uh, now I had a recent, you know, conversation with my therapist. She was saying sometimes it's just good to talk and get some perspective. You don't have to go to a therapist just because stuff is wrong. So Right, right. And BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And some people get really anxious about that. So Oh, yes. And it is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash fruit. That's betterhelp.com slash fruit. We started talking about it around around election time, right? We, you and I were talking about podcasts because I, I found out that you liked podcasts and I love right. podcasts. Yeah. And, um, at the time, I was consuming a lot of political podcasts because we were just about yeah, to have this so- election. 
so was I, and we were uh, swapping podcasts, I think. Mm-hmm, 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 and mm-hmm. then I don't know, I don't remember how exactly um, true crime came up. Uh, it's I'll it's tell like you. My dirt. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you because because so I was like heavily into these political podcasts, and they all deceived me. <laughs> they told me something <laughs> was going to happen in November 2016 that did not happen, and so after that. I was like, I'm done with these political podcasts. And then all of a sudden, true crime (laughs) podcasts started popping up in my feed. And I started asking you about them. And you were like, I already know about all these cases. (laughs) I already (laughs) give me something new. And I was like, so so I, I had like, I went on this like quest to like stump Beth with like find the podcast. And I, it just wasn't, it wasn't happening until I was like, I don't know what came up, but are there any black serial killers? And um, you were like, yeah, there are. And I was like, well, why haven't I heard of any? And where are they? And where are the podcasts about them? Come on. And we couldn't find any podcasts about them. And so we were just like joking, like, well, maybe we should start our own podcast. And I like you said that. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. And then you were like, no, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I think I, I kept coming back to you. I was like, so when do you want to work on that podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like, so it's, it's always been a dream of mine to have a platform where I can just like talk. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a, a, like a radio show or a podcast or a talk show. Like I've considered myself a mini Oprah. Um, and so I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted to do this. And so it just like, it just worked. It just, it just, it was it just, like perfect It timing. came together. Yeah. It Although um, together. we did talk about it or, and we started, we didn't start working on it. I would say probably about four, maybe three or four months. Yeah, we actually started working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we when we committed, um, because all the blogs we read said this is a commitment. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, and so we committed to to doing it for a year. Uh Um, we made that commitment, and we're going to do this for a year, and then we Mm -hmm. we researched did a whole bunch of research and um made lists and (laughs) diagrams (laughs) yes read as much as we could about how to do podcasting and then Uh we we worked on it gosh we were talking about it before christmas in 2017 and then Uh we didn't actually start recording until was it May? Yeah, May, it was May. Um, and and we recorded our first episode like three times. Like it took it took yeah. us a while to sort of like get in a in kind of a groove. And we're still, I mean, we're still like learning and improving. Um, the yeah. show format was was. I mean, if you go back and listen to those first episodes, our format was completely different. Different. Um, and yeah. We changed, once we got feedback, we changed things around and, and we improved things and, and we continue to do so as we get feedback from you guys and, and just sort of listen to the show ourselves and stuff. So we're, we're, we're constantly learning all the time, but we just, we really just did it. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, just we just at one it. point after doing a whole bunch of research and getting our equipment and learning how to do it, finding out how, about pod hosting and all the feeds and everything. We mm-hmm. had all the information and then we're like, well, we just got to do it. And so yeah. we just did yeah. it. 
and we just <laughs> we just did it. We just did and it. it was yeah. it wasn't it wasn't easy. It's still a lot of work, no. but it's it's so much fun. So yeah. um so that kind of leads into that I I wonder if that takes care of the next question. How did you figure out all the things? We talked about diagrams, yeah. lists. Lots yeah, of we did videos. a lot of googling, a lot of googling uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. how to how to do podcasts. We did a lot of mm-hmm. reading, mm-hmm. and we and would we also meet. Joined, yes, we would. We had regular meetings, um, mm-hmm. and then we also um, there's a bunch of podcasting groups on Facebook that we joined, and we asked a lot of questions. We paid attention to. Um, there's there's also not only are there Facebook groups about how to podcast. There's also um, podcast about how to podcast. <laughs> yeah. so we listen. We listen to the shit out of those, <laughs> uh, and and then we just did it. You know, we knew it yep. wasn't going to be perfect. Sorry, uh, the ghetto bird is. Um, flying around my neighborhood the ghetto bird oh, is, is the, the police helicopter <laughs> yeah uh, i know <laughs> so i know what the ghetto, the ghetto bird is <laughs> the, ghetto, the ghetto bird is but you know what's so, funny story my so my husband is like this white guy from montana and um and by the way i don't think he'd ever met a black person till till uh he was born in the 70s he didn't meet a black person till he was maybe like 10 so anyway oh my gosh. uh <laughs> anyway um <laughs> Uh, they had they had this cousin who like loved bird watching and like researching birds and stuff, and so he this cousin I think came to visit them when they moved to L.A. and uh, he was like he was like teasing his cousin like Hey cousin, do you see the there's a ghetto bird up there? Do you see it? And his cousin was like, What is it? Where is it? What is this ghetto bird? I've never heard of this in my research. <laughs> It's a police helicopter, fool. Come on. That's funny. Yeah, Yeah, we get ghetto Um, birds over here, too. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) So, um, had either of you done anything like this before? Um, Not like this. Not me. Well, I, I did drama in high school that's Mm -hmm. pretty much the only thing that I can think of that is anything similar yeah other than that nothing like this before yeah no nothing like this before I I mean no no I mean I I I always wanted to Uh, Wendy Williams is my hero (laughs) um (laughs) and (laughs) say what you want about her she's got a lovers got a lot of lovers and a lot of haters but she is the OG of broadcasting in terms of black black women on radio she's the she's the the real one trill one um and the one who has endured so much so that she got her own tv show um but i I just have always um loved talking i've also always loved talking (laughs) in fact there was there was this mtv show called i think i want to say it was like yo mama or like uh, it was like a Yo Mama joke style show on MTV. And so like I was at a club in LA one time with my friends and I was I was giving somebody a massive read, like talking super shit about somebody. And this producer, there's producers everywhere in LA and they're always listening for like the next, they're always looking for people to do real, like they would come on our college campus and, and look for like groups of girls or dudes who they could follow around with cameras and do a reality show. Oh my God. So we were, we were at a club and somebody comes up to me and goes, it sounds like you 
could you sounds like you're pretty good at talking shit want to be on this mtv show and i was like oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> just give me your card uh, <laughs> uh no i don't want to be on the show i don't have a car so no uh <laughs> uh but uh anyway so I've, I've always loved um talking um i i i do i have done some singing and and um acting and uh and and stuff like that but like never like broadcasting talking into a microphone so it's it's this is new but it's super new fun yeah and dope. yeah it is um yeah. so what were some difficulties that you had to overcome to get it going to get fruit loops going so well we mentioned that uh you know we had to figure out how to do it <laughs> right right knowledge. and we knowledge. and yeah and i'm basically a shy person I like talking, but not probably not as much as you do, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I understand. <laughs> so I, I was really, really nervous uh, when uh-huh. we first started. If you go back and listen to the old episodes. I'm pretty wooden. Um, I'm still, I'm still a little bit wooden, but I'm better. I'm doing better. I'm doing better, but uh, yeah, shyness and mm-hmm. um, just figuring out all the stuff we needed to do. How about you? Yeah, no, same. Not knowledge, learning all the things, um, fear. I was nervous because I don't like the sound of my voice. Um, and which is I, crazy. Um... <laughs> That's just uh, nuts. Oh, because well, you have a great yeah. voice. I have a face for radio. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. No, that's not. I, that's not true either. <laughs> Shut up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll stop. Um, but uh, my my concern is and continues to be and and um the hateration hateration in this dancery. Uh, shout out to Mary J. Blige. Now there there are some we. Fruit Loops does have some haters, um, and I'm a, we are we are just assuming most of them are straight white dudes because <laughs> those are the only ones who don't get a ton of love on uh, on yeah, our platform. Yeah, and they and they also <laughs> the the people who complain are usually they're like sign off is like Ned, or <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or uh, <laughs> uh, what's another white guy name? Toby, Toby, Timothy. Yeah. We we're assuming most of the haterations in this dancery are um are are straight white dudes. But look, if you got the balls to really hate on us and you are not a straight white dude, get at us. You know how to find us. <laughs> Obviously, mm-hmm. you've listened to the show, and clearly, if you don't like it, then find us and tell us, like, tell us to our faces. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, um, so maybe. So not our actual faces you know what no Good point don't, yeah, yeah don't, don't do that not, but you know like our online face twitter Facebook, twitter, twitter like really yeah. angrily yeah yeah fine yeah yeah get those twitter fingers get out. your get um, your twitter fingers out and, and, and post really angrily there you go furiously <laughs> like the president on the toilet Furious every morning thing. yeah <laughs> um so uh so uh <laughs> is there any profile that makes them uh i.e serial killers so hard to catch any commonalities among them that you uh have know of well i was just gonna say that they're they're really smart and they blend in 
Um, and uh, they aren't, you know, like overt monsters. Like they don't have horns and fangs and stuff. Like they're just like regular. Yeah, they're not obvious. Regular, yeah. Regular dudes. Um, and women. Um, and and that makes them hard to spot. Um, plus, uh, at least from a Fruit Loops perspective, they are there. The crimes are being committed in um underserved areas and underserved communities. So they're allowed to continue for longer than otherwise would naturally would 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 happen um if they were more in more affluent white communities um because the victims um these poc victims people law enforcement isn't isn't really looking forward to investigating the 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 killing of young um black female sex workers or lgbtq um pocs so um, and um, there's also the four characteristics that um, we've talked about, like uh, head injuries, wetting the bed, uh, killing and abusing animals early on and um, abuse in an, in an early age. Yeah. Um, and they also uh, choose victims uh, who are strangers to them. And mm-hmm. so there's no connection. Yeah. So police can't follow a connection. Oftentimes when the serial killers do kill somebody they know, then that's how they find them or you know so that's how they make the connection right yes that's good police yes. work i'm watching true detective right, right now so, yeah <laughs> that's how they do it <laughs> that's how they do <laughs> by the way season three of two detract two true detective is really good i didn't is watch it? season two because i heard too many bad things about it yeah with um I don't care. Season two was ter- was was not not well reviewed, but season not three with good. Mahershala mm-hmm. Ali is riveting. So I'll have to check and it out. The, the lead is a black dude. So all right, on, get Gotta on watch board. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what would be a good theme song for your lives? I'm dying to know, Beth. Tell me. (laughs) I'm going to have to say I will survive. (laughs) Oh, yes. Hold your head up high, girl. (laughs) Now, is there any particular reason why this is your theme song? Um, because. Is that an obvious question? (laughs) Well, just. (laughs) No, just I've You've been, been through, through a lot, it. and and You've I and I'm, I'm still I'm still alive, and I'm I'm still I'm thriving. So, Beth, you are a remarkable woman to me because oh, of you. all the shit that I have learned that you have been through. I mean, li- I mean, it's it's, it's amazing <laughs> to me. Like, um, the thing that you told me happened to you when I mean, just just you're. And you're still you're still out here like in the world smiling and you've been through a lot, a lot. <laughs> and um, a lot of I mean, let's start with the, the, the easy stuff, which is not easy stuff. Raising kids by yourself. OK. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how you did it, uh, but you did it. And I, I don't I, know like, either. <laughs> your daughter is one of my favorite human beings on Earth. And she's yeah, amazing. She's pretty awesome. Raising a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful son. And you did that shit, Beth. Woo! Yeah, I Hip-hop know. Hip-hop <laughs> air horn for Beth. I have y'all. to say that that's 
probably the hardest thing that I did in my entire life was raising two kids on my own. <laughs> oh my well, but you know, you, you just it. it's one day at a time. You just just do it one day at a time, man. <laughs> and you did it. And you're my hero. And I, I believe and I'm that still somebody alive. put up a monument <laughs> for you somewhere at some point. Um, and I just, you, you really are, are remarkable to me. So I, you, well, thank you. You're like, my, you're like one of my heroes. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, anywho. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to try not to cry and I'm going to, uh, Aww. I'm going to reel it in here. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so what's your theme song? What is my theme song? So, um, okay. So I'm a Gemini. So I have like a dual personality. So sometimes I'm like super like boom, boom, boom in your face. And then I'm sometimes like super like, I can't even come outside today. So I vacillate between like really outgoing and really happy and really like depressed and sad. And, um, like the size of an ant. Um, and so I have two songs. Um, okay. The first one is Bodak Yellow. Now, Cardi B, the People's Princess. Uh, you know the song Bodak, isn't it? It's it's not your other favorite song, but uh, mm, I don't know that I like, one. Sorry, I like, I'm I like so that. sorry. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> I'm trying to think of the lyrics. Um, what does she say? What does she say? Cardi B, Cardi B, uh, Cardi B. You know where I'm at. You know where I be. You in the club just to party. I'm it. I get paid a fee. I be in and out them bank so much. I know they tired of me. Honestly, don't give a fuck about who's in front of me. Drop two mixtapes ain't so much. Which is as hard as me. I don't bother with these hoes. Don't let these hoes bother me. They see pictures. They see ghosts. Bitch, I'm who they trying to be. Look. So I'm like, so I, I before like really important meetings, I listen to some Cardi B just to like get in the zone. Right? So that's, that's, a bad, that's a bad bitch, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that is a good one to keep in your head. Yeah. She's a tough ass woman of color. She's a mom. She's, she's doing all the things. So. Whew, that Bodak Yellow really gets me. Like I already got goosebumps. I've got goosebumps. Okay, so that's <laughs> that's, so that, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. That's my one. That's my theme song on a good day. Now on a bad day, when I when I'm trying to pull it together, um, the <laughs> my theme song is uh, "Better Son Slash Daughter." And um, I can't think of who the artist is, but I don't know if anybody's out there has seen the um, comedy special Nanette. Have you seen that yet? I by haven't. the Austra Australian lady. Um, it's it's basically like, it starts off real mellow, like, sometimes I am high and trying not to die. Like, it's really sad in the beginning. And then, and then all of a sudden, she's like, sometimes when you're on, you're really fucking on. And everything's <laughs> cheap. And it's just like, it's just like shouting at how fucked up the world is. <laughs> and um, that's my... <laughs> That's my other theme. That's my other theme song. So I have two. <laughs> so that's that's how right. I make it through the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so what's next? What would your superpowers be? Ah, yes. You want to go? Sure. So I would um, have super speed. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so you could I run... Uh, in the Olympics? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just have
have so much, so many things I, w- I want to do. Um, and then there's so many things I need to do, like boring stuff, like mm. cleaning and uh, bullshit like that. I, I hate yeah. doing. So mm-hmm. if I had super speed, you know, I could clean up my house and get everything done, all the stupid bullshit done. And then I could do all the stuff I want to do, like artwork and working on the podcast yeah. and researching yeah. and all that stuff yeah. that I want to do. Uh, right now uh the other stuff just doesn't get done <laughs> right 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 yes i have a single edition right now i know exactly what that feels like <laughs> i mean so it gets done but very slowly and half-assed so <laughs> now have you tried cocaine or methamphetamines uh no i have not um <laughs> because i heard they make you do things very fast very fast yeah oh my god you know my pcp i was like uh i just had a ba- uh, my second baby and i was like trying to like do all the things working out keeping my house clean taking care of the family work la 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 and i was like yeah hey, duck, i am exhausted and but i'm i'm still trying to have more kids right so she was like, well, I would prescribe you like an amphetamine of some kind. But oh my since God. you're trying to get pregnant, I don't think I'm going to do that. And like, I totally like blew past. Like, I didn't even, I I, I was blown away <laughs> that she said that. she that. would prescribe an and, amphetamine? And that, that they could do that? And I, I've been afraid to okay. ask about it again. Uh, yeah. I didn't ask any more. I should have asked more questions at that time. But apparently... Did you know one out of six couples struggle with infertility, including old Whitey and me? Seriously, that is a staggering statistic that most people don't know or aren't ready to talk about. We need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our futures. Good data and information about our bodies is crucial when it comes to our body autonomies, especially in the year of our Lord 2022. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com fruit, you can get $20 off your test. Also, and this is really cool, mm. if you have an HSA or an FSA, you can put those dollars towards Modern Fertility. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, if you want kids today, or in the future, never are undecided. It's important to have clinically sound information about your body, which can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com fruit. That means your test will cost $179 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com fruit. That's modernfertility.com fruit. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How we care for our minds affects how we experience life, so it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps, but there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we are huge advocates for mental health here at Fruit Loops HQ. Oh, yes. And we have both used therapy throughout our lives, including BetterHelp, and especially in these past several years to help us deal with challenging times, Mm -hmm. challenging thoughts, 
feelings and experiences. Amen. Yes. And uh, now I had a recent, you know, conversation with my therapist. She was saying sometimes it's just good to talk and get some perspective. You don't yeah. have to go to a therapist just because stuff is wrong. So right, right. And BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And some people get really anxious about that. So oh yes, and it is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash fruit. That's BetterHelp.com slash fruit. You can get prescribed amphetamines (laughs) if you're a tired-working mother. (laughs) <laughs> to make it through. So what's the name of your doctor? Because... Uh, <laughs> just Dr. kidding. Feel I'd, good. I'd be... <laughs> Dr. Feelgood. Feel if anybody would like to know. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I, I'm, again, because I am seriously trying to like have more kids and stuff. So, uh, but when I'm done doing that, Best believe it, I'm going to be asking some gonna more questions. Going to get some amphetamines. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I'd be scared, too. I'd, I'd be afraid I'd have a heart attack because I'm all old. <laughs> oh, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not old yet, so. <laughs> old enough. I'm an elderly millennial, remember? <laughs> so um, what, what would your superpower be? Well, if talking shit is a superpower, count it. Um, <laughs> you already have it. <laughs> I already, I already got it. <laughs> you already got it. Yeah. <laughs> Insert cape here. Um, but uh, otherwise, um, so one of my favorite um, superheroes is Rogue from X Men from Marvel Comics, <clears throat> and um, one of Rogue's powers is if she touches you she can steal your steal your powers so i would mm. like to have the power of stealing people's power so i'd like make friends with somebody whose power i want like you so know, you could steal my firm super handshake yeah. i could steal your super speed <laughs> um you what else? bitch uh, yes uh, i would i would steal people's cockacity and, and then like go out here doing cockacity-ness um i'd i mean i'd steal uh you know brain power like i would just just like make friends with people, shake their hands and take it away. And like, Steal next thing power. you know, next thing you know, That's I'm, pretty I have smart. my own island, like uh, the guy yeah. from Virgin Mobile. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so, yeah. pretty smart. Uh, like uh, uh, asking for more genies. <laughs> Or well, more, more wishes, wishes when you yes. do more wishes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what are your biggest pet peeves? Take it away, Beth. What do you got? Uh, my biggest pet peeve right now is uh, people who will not allow you to merge onto the freeway. They just like oh. uh, purposely will not let you merge onto the freeway. That makes me want to no, no, no. punch people. Yes. Well, there's a, funny, there's a funny Facebook. It is rude. It's messed up. Things go faster if you let, just let one person in a day. Just mm-hmm. when you're driving in your car, let one, just, just do it. It's and spread the I ju- spread Well, the uh, you know what? I, I believe in driving kind. So uh-huh. it's just something I made up. <laughs> but basically, you know, I, I commute for about 45 minutes each way. So, um, it's a lot of commute time. And yeah. if, if you're being an asshole, your commute 
time is just going to be full of rage and anger. But if you and um, danger, let yeah, and danger. But if you let people merge in front of you, uh, let people in, you leave mm-hmm. some space. You know, you're mm-hmm. nice to people. Um, the commute is really pleasant. It's really funny Things go that better. way. It's, it's it, just like life, it? you know. Like when you're here. nice to people, here yeah, you, go. you can you can yes. get in. Yes. Yeah, come on in. It's safe here. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's changed my whole commute. Just, just uh, being nice to people, uh, and it's mm. the same in life too. When you're nice to people, um, it, it changes your whole outlook on life. It does. It does. Or you know, um, you you were telling me, um, maybe it was a few months ago that you're just. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to spread like and love. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell somebody if I like something or if I love and, something. And I won't lie. They, I won't lie. Yeah. If I yeah, don't like something, was, I, I won't say anything. But if I, yeah. I like, like uh, a woman is wearing a color that looks particularly good on them, be like, mm-hmm. oh, that color's great on you. You know, just yeah. tell people. Yeah. Just yeah. Be nice there's no to room people. for any. No more hateration in this dancery, no. okay? No, and and it, it, you know, it's 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 a little bit selfish too because <laughs> it really feels good. <laughs> Just try it, try it. That's the trick. Just try it. <laughs> Don't need no hateration, holleration in this dancery. Mary J. Blige. Okay. Um. So my biggest pet peeve is people who are racist who don't realize that they're racist oh yeah hear me out now there's Mm. some people who think that given their proximity to a person of color either maybe they're married to a person of color or they have poc kids or lgbtq kids and they're like i'm not i'm not homophobic i'm not racist i have a black friend (laughs) Or there's a black woman who works in my office or who works for me. Your proximity to minority-ness does not make you um, uh, anti-LGBTQ, anti-homophobic, or it does not make you not racist. Sorry, you got to do more right. work than that. And right. and um, there, B- Martin Luther King, when he was arrested in Birmingham, wrote a letter. That's his famous Birmingham letter um, from a Birmingham jail. Uh, 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 piece of literature that everybody needs to go and read but one of the things that he mentions is that um what is really dangerous is the white moderate who thinks that just because they like martin luther king that they're no longer racist and there's really no other work for them to do because that's not true again hashtag be like beth there's more work to it than than that in order for things to really change um and uh so that that really bothers me. And it's it's um, I know I know who the people in my life are who are that who have that quality, who think <laughs> my wife have black kids. <laughs> so uh, I'm absolved of all racism. Um, but <clears throat> I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't really work that way. And um, mm-hmm. I, I there are people in my life who um, so I'm, I'm specifically calling out the white women in my life who have um, mixed race kids who have said some of the wildest shit to me. <laughs> the really? most racist. Yes. The most racist. Oh my shit God. To me. Um, and then you the coded, lang- coded language like um, 
uh, one of the one one coded <clears throat> word is and and I'm sorry if we've used this word on on our podcast. We didn't mean it this way, but one coded word is the word thug. Thug really just means it's it's coded language, and and I think certain white people don't think that they they're using it. Thug means um, basically a a a a, a, bl- a young black kid who's unpleasant to a white person. Um, the another word that um, white people who think they're uh, absolved of racism will use is um, they'll say, "Oh, you're so articulate," um, <laughs> but. But you I are. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> but but but, but they, they act from, surprised. They act surprised. Like, oh my by god, my art- you're so articulate. <laughs> oh my god, you don't sound like any of the other n words I know. Um, so that's 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 kind of racist. Or or when when they'll call you out and say that you lack professionalism it's it's coded language for your hair is too natural your skin's too black you um you're not fitting in with the white people (laughs) you're not really fitting in with the whiteies and we don't like it um so i just want to let you know that so so um so that is um disturbing to me it's infuriating um i work for corporate america so i kind of have to just deal with it um, but yeah. I'm kind of right now that, you know, I'm, 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 about to be 35 and I, I don't have any more room or patience to, um, not be my most authentic Afro Latinx Griffina black female self. And so yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm sort of pushing people's buttons and, um, um, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so that's my, Make that's those my people pet think that's, that's like, they, they, think, do, Wendy. They, they, they need to know. So I'm going to, I'm, they, I'm here they to do. Them, so. And, and so, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they so, do. Um, and they, they don't yet. So they, they, need to they, think they about ain't it. ready. They ain't ready yeah. for Wendy, but here I am. <laughs> So, um, uh, what countries would you like to visit, Beth? Tell me. Um, I would love to go to like tons of different countries. I would love to travel the world. I just, uh, if I, if I could, uh, win the lottery, my, Mm -hmm. um, the two things that I would like to do is go to school. I just want to take classes. I don't care about the degree. I just want to take classes. if I won the lottery, I would do the same. I would go, mm-hmm. I would go to school to be a surgeon or a lawyer. I, but and I prefer to just, cut people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just travel the world. Yeah. Just all everywhere. Everywhere. Um, Is there anywhere everywhere. that you wouldn't want to go? Um, don't shoot me, but Africa scares me. I will. Does it? Okay. Okay. What about, yeah. what about the really Ken- like Kenya or South Africa? They say South Africa is so dope. Yeah, I want to go. Um, uh, I'd have to do more research and figure out like which which places are safer than other places. But uh-huh. um, the you know like uh, what's that country where they don't even Wakar. have a government? 
car c-a-r central african republic i think it's uh it was on the news it's been on the news the past two days it's the most dangerous place for children in the entire world um yeah lots of child soldiers there's a civil war going on against christians and muslims they're arming young children men girls and boys with machetes and guns and forcing them to um kill and maim um just people in their country yeah so um insane it's it's scary it's 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 uh quite scary um and um me and my husband were watching the news tonight and i was actually i mean if i had the resources i would i would love to go to a country like car uh and and help if i could um yeah uh i also um if you go to if you win the lottery and you go to africa let's just go together <laughs> okay let's do it it'll be okay yeah. <laughs> i mean africa is such a huge it's a huge continent with lots of countries yeah so i mean um i, I haven't done enough research on uh which places would be the best places to go um and yeah. which ones to avoid so well, um, I Africa is on my list of places that I would like to go, and I I I would like to go all over Africa. Um, I would. I'm also interested in in my um in my Black American family side, finding out where where my that part of my lineage comes from, and checking out that country. There's also a really famous spot uh, in West Africa. It's like the point the point where um, most African slaves were um, put on boats and ships uh-huh. and um, shipped um, away from Africa. Um, and uh, I would like to go see that spot. Um, I think it'd just be really cool. Um, I'd love to visit parts of Asia, Vietnam, Thailand. Get me on an elephant. Yeah. Okay? I, want to I would like to go to Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I um, love Thai food. <laughs> me too. Me too. Oh, and the, the food. I, mean, I love the art too. Yes. And I, I miss Anthony Bourdain and I'm grateful for the parts of that part of the world that he let us see uh, and right. sort of taste through him so um i want to go to those places that anthony bourdain went to um china japan um i would love to see haiti little fun fact about haiti haiti was the um one african nation that overthrew its slaveholders it's it's um it's colonizers um but boy did they pay the price for it um because once uh they defeated the french the french were like fuck you guys you owe us reparations and then right. the Haitians were like oh no what are we gonna do we're free but <laughs> these French people are saying we owe them money america will you help us so america was like yeah we'll give you a shitty ass loan and you're gonna owe us the ass and never be able to come out of this poverty so um haitians have a, a, a I don't know, well, like, cause I'm half, I'm half Caribbean. So like, I kind of understand that there's different, there's different like, um, personality traits of different Caribbean people. Like Jamaicans are one way, Belizeans are another way, but Haitians, man, they are so full of pride because of that fact that they oh, defeated yeah. 
they're colonizers and it's 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 kind of it's really neat so and, and i would i would like to see haiti um i think it is a really interesting fascinating beautiful place um and um haiti also needs a lot of help so i if i went i would want to also see if there was a way that i could help the country yeah um yeah. and then uh so haiti and i would like to see france I don't know why, just because um, Kanye and Jay Z like to hang out there, so it sounds like it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I went to I went to Paris and stayed there for three weeks, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's the the most beautiful city I've ever been to. I what loved was the it. Food like, oh, good, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> every night uh, we would have gelato. And, and, uh, we were, we were walking so much because, well, we would take the, the Metro sometimes and we would walk, uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes and we walked so much that we would have gelato every night and, you know, eat all kinds of food. And I, Mm -hmm. I lost weight. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. That's awesome. Okay. First class, I'm. I'm for the as soon as I win that lottery <laughs> ticket, I am. We are. Yeah, going it's a very, France. very walk, walkable city. Um, uh-huh. and the metro goes everywhere, and the architecture is just gorgeous. And there's parks everywhere, oh. and yeah, it's just a beautiful city. If I, if I could, I would go live there. What did you think of the French people? Were they friendly? They were, were they diverse for the most part. Um, uh-huh. I I don't think they were terribly diverse. At least where I was in Paris, we stayed mm-hmm. in the Latin Quarter. Um, oh, okay, okay. But I I don't think they were terribly diverse there. But I know that there are neighborhoods where there are more people of color. But like here, they're kind of segregated well i was into figure skating for in my early days <laughs> um you know michelle kwan oh yeah 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 uh hashtag early 90s and um <laughs> there was a there was a black french figure skater oh wow it was amazing and i think that was the first time that i realized that there were black people in France. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was eye-opening for me. So, I've always wanted to go to that go to I want to go see the black people in France. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> well, you always so, hear about um, how right. rude the French are, but I didn't I didn't find them to be terribly rude as a whole. I mean, there were some rude people, but we got rude people too, so you know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> shout out to, to number nine at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, <laughs> he's the rudest. The rudest yeah, one. Yeah, he's pretty, of pretty fucking rude. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. Oh, we're down this to the is last my question. one. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, this is the last question. We're going we're gonna to close it out. In a zombie apocalypse, which of you do you think would be more likely to survive? Um, and I will say that I think Beth is more likely to survive because she's so wise and she's so like resourceful and she just ain't got time for that shit. Okay. Well, I, so- I, I think that you, you would be more likely to survive because you're younger and you're stronger and you're smart. And, uh, I think you could figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. 
I, th- I I think you, I feel like you have like a stronger will to survive. Like I'm so <laughs> tired as a woman of color, like surviving every day that if the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse came, I would just, you know what? That's it. <laughs> That's I don't it. need to try anymore. Here's my neck. Bite me. <laughs> he, he, here's my neck. I, I, I'm I'm done. I, it's done. all That's it's it. already too much. So, <laughs> but but I think you've you've said this in a zombie apocalypse. We could both make it together. Together, yeah, <laughs> we definitely. Would, we, we would definitely survive. Together. We would. We would. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we would, we would be all right. No worries there. <laughs> so Beth, where can the people find us? Our website is fruitloopspod.com. Our Facebook page is Fruit Loops Pod, And our discussion group is Fruit Loops Pod Discussion on Facebook. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at Fruit Loops Pod. And links to our sources will be in our footnotes. If you want to support the show, you can send us a donation on the Cash app, which you can download to your phone or you can find online at cash.me forward slash dollar sign Fruit Loops pod, or you can become a monthly patron through our Podbean patron page. This will help this will help us pay for things like our website and pod hosting. There's no minimum and no commitment. Even a dollar would help. <clears throat> All right. This is a weekly podcast. You've just tuned into a bonus episode and uh, new episodes drop every Thursday. So until next time, look alive, guys. It's crazy out there. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. detective came and knocked on the door and I said is it Renee and he just gave me that solemn look it was the worst day ever the proof podcast is back with a new case and a new season 23 years ago 18 year old Renee Ramos went missing her body was later found in an empty Home Depot building on the edge of town I don't think that they arrested the right people it's about time somebody's trying to do something she had a black eye about two weeks before she was murdered They are involved. They definitely had her body and her backpack. You know people are going to judge you, right? Of course. They're judging me now. They've been judging me damn near my whole life. You can listen now to season two of Proof, wherever you get your podcasts.
and follow along with us as we reinvestigate the murder at the warehouse. I have to ask, did you kill Renee? Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Paul Brandis introducing my podcast, Countdown to Dallas. It's a fascinating, in-depth look at the seemingly unconnected events that led to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. It's based on my book of the same title. In that book and in this podcast, I go all the way back to 1939, when Lee Harvey Oswald was born into a troubled and dysfunctional family. I'll follow his transient and often violent teenage years and young adulthood, painting a fuller picture of the man who would later become Kennedy's killer. I also take a look at events unfolding in that era, like Cuba and Vietnam, and I'll unpack the conspiracy theories, too, not one of which has ever been conclusively proven. Subscribe to Countdown to Dallas at evergreenpodcasts.com or your favorite listening app, October 31st.